It was poised to be a big year. The hopefuls gathered in New York City's Times Square to signal the dawning of a new year as December 31st gave way to January 1st. Perhaps this would be the best year of their lives. Someone once predicted a computer could fit into one room one day, and Steve Jobs made it happen. Apple produced the first personal computer in January of that year. That's a great way to start the year. Just a few years later, I remember playing Number Crunchers and Oregon Trail on a Mac at school. You gotta watch out for those pesky rattlesnakes. Not to be outdone on the very same year, Tetris dropped its first block from the top of the screen to the bottom to help those puzzle-happy gamers pass a little bit more time. And if we needed something more to pass more time, Alex Trebek debuted on Jeopardy. The answer is 1984. What is the year Jeopardy debuted? That is correct. You have control of the board. I'll take strange podcast introductions for 200, please, Alex. 1984 was a unique year. 1984 was also a leap year. So there was a bonus day for the chance to change the world. 366 days. Those major, life-changing world events seemed to happen a lifetime ago. They were 38 years ago. 38 years ago was 1984. 38 years from now will be 2060. 38 years can be a long time. The world has changed quite a bit in 38 years. Ronald Reagan was president of the United States, and gasoline was $1.13 a gallon. Oh, for those days. A new, modestly-sized house cost $79,000, but an annual median salary was $26,000. For a fast-moving, jet-setting businessman, a growing family, 38 years can go by in a blink. But for a man living with paralysis, relying on others for food and shelter, 38 years can crawl slower than a turtle giving a sloth a piggyback ride. Good day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry, and you're listening to Moving Day on Simplify. As Jesus wound his way through the sea of sickness and paralysis, he met a man who was lame for 38 years. Jesus knew exactly when the man was laid there and left there, so he cut right past chit-chat and asked a seemingly obvious question. Would you like to be well? Ask an eagle, would you like to soar? Ask a cheetah, would you like to run? Ask a man who had been lame for 38 years, would you like to be well? Of course. But he didn't give Jesus an answer, just an excuse. Sir, I've got no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I'm coming to get in the water, another steps in before me. I would have been well already, but nobody will help me. He was about to lament his 40th anniversary of being handicapped. 38 years ago, he lost strength. A few years later, he lost hope. Jesus didn't even flinch. He commanded him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately, a man who had not walked in 40 years save two, stood, steadied himself, and walked. One simple command from Jesus Christ erased a generation-long illness and gave him a brand new beginning. As this man carried his bed away from the pool, we stand there with more questions than answers. Why did Jesus heal this man? Did this man even have faith? Were there other lame and sick people Jesus healed? Were there other lame and sick people Jesus did not heal? John doesn't tell us why Jesus chose him, but Jesus walked in among hurting humanity, healed him, and the lame man walked. 
On that day Jesus showed up, it was moving day. That man thought he would wake up that morning by the pool and go to sleep that night by the pool. He did not realize he was going to pack up his one belonging he had in this life, and that was his bed, and he was going to walk. He was going to walk out of there. It was moving day, time to move from beside the pool to back beside his family where they did not need to take care of him anymore because, thankfully, Jesus healed him. This story described in Scripture gives us faith that Jesus cares. Every miracle is for the glory of God, but this miracle appears to be Jesus giving a man who had lost his strength and his hope right back to him. Jesus cared for a lame man. Thank God he cares for us. Maybe you've been battling an addiction that stole your past and threatens your future, but Jesus cares for you enough to set you free. Maybe a sickness has sapped your health and even your hope, but Jesus cares enough for you to sit next to you as the doctor reads the diagnosis and give you a healing from your sickness or grace to make it through. Don't lose the story within the story. Jesus cares. The disciples saw firsthand the difference compassion makes for someone who desperately needs it. We do too. Every time God works a miracle for us, he's showing us how much he cares for us. The God of the universe who spins the planets and molds the mountains cares that we cry, and he dries our tears. Don't lose hope, and don't offer excuses for why you're disqualified for a miracle. Have faith that the Jesus who cares enough to show up at Bethesda's pool cares enough to show up wherever you are. Everybody there was happy. Jesus was happy. The lame was leap over the moon happy, and he was still learning how to leap. The disciples were still a little awestruck, but they were happy. This was a miracle. But not everybody in Jerusalem was happy. The religious upper crust wanted to kill Jesus because he worked this wonder on the Sabbath day. Are you kidding me? A man walked for the first time in nearly 40 years, and they wanted to kill Jesus because he worked a wonder on the Sabbath. But that did not tip the scales from kill him to worship him. They demanded to know why Jesus would intentionally violate the law of the Sabbath and work a miracle and even have the unmitigated call, how dare he, to command a man to carry his bed away from the pool of Bethesda. Doesn't Jesus know that carrying a bed is considered work? Well, they had their handy laminated ticket book that contained all the possible Sabbath violations just in case anybody crossed the line and dared work on the Sabbath. So certainly, healing Anybody in carrying nearly anything? Well, that's a violation. We're going to write you up for that. Both Jesus and the lame man deserve to be judged according to the Jews' law. The leaders cornered the walking lame man, but he didn't have a ready answer to satisfy them. They said, it is the Sabbath. It's not lawful for you to carry your bed. He answered, well, he who made me well said to me, take up your bed and walk. He didn't know the law as well as they did, but he did know Jesus told him to carry his bed, and he did. It was moving day. He couldn't stay there. He had to move out. They continued to grill him on who, why, how dare he, but he did not know. He only knew he was healed. You could interrogate him all day long, all night long, put him in a room with just block walls and a little hanging lantern in the middle of the room. It would do no good. He was no help. But later Jesus came looking for him and found him in the temple. And Jesus struck up another conversation. This one was about a soul. Jesus told him to cease sinning. It's moving day. I healed you. Now it's time for you to stop sinning. The former lame man walked out of the temple. He walked out of the temple. And he gave the Jewish leaders a description, maybe even a name of the man who healed him. And they fumed. 
It was him again, Jesus of Nazareth. He's caused enough trouble already. He was reported to work miracles, but this time he's crossed the line. He's really done it. He's gone beyond the pale. He's working on the Sabbath day for this capital crime. He will pay with his life. You mark my words. The Jewish leaders turned their sights on Jesus. What do you have to say for yourself, Jesus of Nazareth? They were so pleased with themselves. Maybe Jesus would deny their charges and they could catch him in a lie. Or maybe he would beg them for mercy and they would show the city who's really in charge around here. But Jesus answered, love his answer. My father has been working until now, and I've been working. Something in his tone of voice or body language told them who his father was. They didn't think about Joseph or another mere mortal, not even for a minute. They knew Jesus was referring to Almighty God as his father. If Jesus was already skating on thin ice, well, he just took off the skate, sharpened the blade, and intentionally pierced the ice. How does a murderous, bloodthirsty crowd become more murderous and bloodthirsty? I don't know, but they did. The Jews sought the more to kill him because not only had he broken the Sabbath, he also claimed God was his father, making himself equal with God. Yes, he did. And yes, he is. They thought Jesus was just a man trying to be God, but they had it all backwards. Jesus was God incarnate. They couldn't understand it. This moment was a signal moment for the Jews, but they missed it. It was moving day, and they still missed it. We cannot afford to make their same mistake. Jesus is not just a prophet or preacher or wonder worker or outstanding teacher. Jesus is Almighty God who came in flesh, and he showed us on one day, on moving day, for a lame man who used to lay beside the pool, that it was time to get up, take up your bed, move from here to there, walk away, and live the rest of your life for the glory of God. Jesus is Lord and God. He's not just the lamb laid in the manger in Bethlehem. He's also the lion who roared out of the grave in Jerusalem. This miracle is recorded along with all other miracles, according to John chapter 20, for one reason, that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing we might have life through his name. I don't know how long you've dealt with whatever you are dealing with, whether that's pain or sin, addiction, habits, hurt, offense, whatever it is. But even if it's been for 38 years, this story found in John chapter 5 is evidence that God is greater than all of those years. I want to pray right now that the Lord would minister to you. Whatever you're dealing with, if it's been for a long time or a short time, God's able to give you strength, to give you healing, to give you wellness, wholeness. God's able to forgive you. God's able to set you free, deliver you. He's able to do anything. If he did it for the lame man, he can do it for us. In the precious and powerful name of Jesus, call on you today, Lord. I pray you administer to everyone who's listening, for those who are dealing with addictions or sicknesses or sins or whatever it is, maybe even hurt. I pray that you would touch them today in the name of Jesus, whether they've dealt with it for a long time or a short time. It does not matter to you. You're almighty. You're greater than all of it. I pray work a miracle for all of us so that the, the, our whole lives will be lived for the glory of God. I pray you would use us for your glory, Jesus. Minister through us, shine through us, and use us to minister to others around us, I pray. Thank you for what you've done for us. Help us to live a life different than the one before you found us. I pray these things and give honor and glory and thanks to you for who you are and all you have done. In the precious name of Jesus, amen.
Thanks so much, Simplify listeners. Be sure to click subscribe and share. That way you'll never miss an episode and neither will any of your friends. And head over to PentecostalPublishing.com. You can pick up a couple books I've written. The first one is Simplify, which is the devotional that launched this podcast. And the second is called Ten Words, A Practical Look at the Ten Commandments. If you've got questions about the Ten Commandments, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you'll find some of the answers in that book. Also, that book is available on Audible. If you would rather listen than read, you can get that there. You can also pick both books at Amazon for Kindle and at Paragraphs Bookstore, Charming Bookstore, right here at the corner of South Main and East Ohio in scenic Mount Vernon, Ohio. Next week, I want to share with you a devotion called Five Loaves for 5,000 People. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week and always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.